Hey there, you're tuning in to Loki by Oki, our easygoing sessions for hotel professionals where we chat about industry trends, issues, and solutions. Good morning or good afternoon, wherever you are listening from. Welcome to another really exciting episode of Loki by Oki. Today we have an awesome guest with us today. Uh, every time that I've interacted with you has been so nice, so down to earth and, and uh, really, really friendly. But also we've had some really, really uh, interesting conversations about technology and and basically how hotel chains can adopt technology. And sometimes so technical that I don't know uh, in or out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I've really enjoyed our, our interactions. Um, I was thinking when I was on the bike uh, this morning, if I had to ask Ch- ChatGPT, give me a CV with like, uh, so that I can land any uh, director of technology job in the luxury hotel chain space, then I think your CV would be <laughs> something <laughs> that ChatGPT would produce. We are so happy to have you with us. Uh, of course, our guest today is Modi Chami, uh, has been with a range of luxury hotel chains, uh, Le Meridien, IHG, uh, it's almost 10 years or something with four seasons. So um, if you've all stayed in luxury hotel um, hotels as of late, uh, chances are big that you've had an experience where Modi has had a key role in. Modi, warm welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. We're super happy to have you here. Hey, Modi, I wanted to ask and start off a bit broad. In your view, how would you define hospitality? Uh, it's it's service. <laughs> it's uh, something that should actually make you feel at home where you're not at home. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a, an experience. You know, it's not just a bed. Um, and it's the people who actually serve you yeah. and uh, the tools that they have to uh, to make the job easy as well. And being a tech guy, what, what is the role Th- of that? That's my lens of tech, like, <laughs> right? So providing them with a tool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that makes that, <laughs> you know, an awesome experience, yeah. And and wh- where, where wh- what is the role of technology, like other than providing the tool? What does that mean? What is the role of technology in, in aiding hospitality? Uh, it, it's, it's many things, and it has like, uh, you know, um, different lenses to it right so it's it's no more like you know coming ringing a bell and and somebody just to kind of come out and 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 help you know find an available room for you Mm. uh, you know and all of that like it's you know we're we're living in a time today where um you know the population or generations are very digital savvy savvy and and they would expect you know that they uh, they have at least like a way to uh, you know, book their accommodation online and and whatever not like, and that's where technology comes in, right? And and uh, you know, and and obviously with that, you need to have all the backend systems that supports that that makes kind of the staff um, job easy, but also from a customer perspective that they can get what they want. Yeah. But so today we are going to have a very interesting conversation. I'm so excited about this to talk about. Um, what are like the most basic systems that hotels need? How can you stitch them together to harness the maximum potential? How can you build a business case maybe to the CEO? Why should you buy technology in a hotel chain? And lastly, what is the value that maybe you can expect? So I didn't mention it in the beginning, but you've been, is it director of technology, a nice summary of like your your job title over the past? Sure, yeah, I mean, you can say that. my career with Four Seasons evolved essentially to focus more on um, 
the uh, you know not just kind of the customer experience from a digital perspective, but also opening up the channels, the distribution, mm. uh, data personalization, um, um, and uh, CRM essentially, right? So, yeah. in essence, like you know, how do we get to know the customer better, and how do we use technology to provide an exceptional experience that matches actually uh, the the luxury service that we provide at properties yeah so that was kind of very exciting uh role that i had with four seasons and obviously we've done amazing things and four seasons continue to evolve in that space as well um you know not only from a customer experience perspective but also from a staff experience like how do we empower the staff to provide that service be enabled with technology versus kind of being a burden on them yeah so that's that's sort of kind of where where my role evolved, and you know uh, I spent a decade uh, almost there, yeah. um, and then I went on my own, yeah. <laughs> and now, you know, I feel like I've I've gained enough experience to kind of go out to the world and 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 you know sort of provide my own perspective and how we can make this better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're sitting on information that is a playbook for many hotel chains, right? And Four Seasons being Four Seasons, you have very high expectations if you're a guest staying at the Four Seasons. So enabling them to uh, deliver and, and exceed uh, guest expectations is not easy. I, 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 I'm, I'm sure of that. But when you don't, when you then think about if the, if that's the end goal um, that you want to get to, what what should a hotel start with? Or hotel chain. What are like the most basic systems um, that the hotel needs? You think? Yeah, you, you know, obviously, you always kind of start with the PMS, right? Sure. Like the property management system, where you hold all, all your inventory, uh, you know, your your room types, and what you like the product itself that you're selling at the property, which is for the most part a room, right? But then, like, you'll have to think of all the ancillary services as well, like how you provide them, uh, you know, from a, an FMB or a, a, a dining perspective, uh, you know, other services like spa, if you are, um, you know, if you have spa services at the property and so on and so forth. So PMS obviously is kind of the main vein, how I mm. call it, uh, you know, or the heart of a, of a hotel uh, system. Uh, but the expectations of a PMS you know, changed from what it traditionally was, right? Like, you know, initially, uh, or if you think of it, you know, 10, 15 years ago, like you bring in, uh, yeah, I just need a PMS that shows me the availability that I can actually book a room and so on and so forth. And, you know, has some sort of, you know, integrations with the uh, systems that are on property, like the PBX to display the name or, uh, you know, the interactive TV uh, integration mm -hmm. to welcome Mr chammy or whatever you know but you know like since like i i think five or seven years ago like that expectation of the pms are are becoming higher and higher right mm -hmm. so it needs to be connected to other systems it needs to connect also to the customer experience and so on and so forth so although it's kind of the main heart of 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 the property but it also you know needs to have other features like being in the cloud for instance um from a brand level perspective, the PMS cannot operate, um, you know, on its own, uh, it, it, you know, or in silo, if you will. It needs to have connectivity to central systems. Yeah. You know, that's that's very important from uh, from a hotel chain. Like, you know, how inventory is synced up to a central place where, you know, as a brand, you can offer booking at, you know, multiple locations. 
where if you are looking online for availability and if you don't find in one hotel, that suggestions could be made for for other properties and so on and so forth. And all of that like needs to be integrated really well. <coughs> And if you wanna if you wanna reach that level of um, uh, help towards the staff, like maybe you you did at Four Seasons or or any other luxury hotel chain, what 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 is how how should you stitch these systems together in order to really enable? Uh, we we talked on the phone about a single view of the customer, for example. Right. Could yeah. you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, um, and again, traditionally. Uh, hospitality systems or hotel systems more specific um you know they integrate like uh, on uh, you know point to point type you know interface right mm. and and that does not work anymore like you need to know um and unfortunately like within the hospitality sector there's no one single system that does everything for you right so uh, you know, you'll need a PMS system, you need a, P- a spa system, you need a POS system, you need a dining reservation system, mm. uh, like table management and, and so on and so forth, right? Like you have the interactive TV, you have like the PBX. All of those are, you know, independent systems um, that should not be integrated point-to-point anymore. Like you need What to does it mean back. that they're point-to-point integrated? Like the PMS integrates with, uh, you know the uh, the POS system. The POS system, on the other hand, integrates like, like with in a line. If like you visual in a line, if okay. you will, or okay. it, like think of it as as a mash, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, uh, point A is talking to B, but A is also talking to C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. C yeah. is talking to B, but then it's also talking to D. Like that. That's sort of uh, you know the point to point. Whereas, like you know, it needs to move more towards. Um, uh, sort of a service bus, if you will, right? Like uh, the the concept of like you know, orchestrating all kinds of integrations acl- across multiple systems, defining you know what is your source of truth for what type of information. Yeah. So uh, you know, we talk about the single view of the customer. You know, uh, obviously the PMS is not the right system to host sort of the single or or the source of truth of a of a profile because the profile could be generated from many places. Yeah. You need to maintain that uh, sort of integrity of that profile identity across multiple systems. You know, in this case, like, you know, you have to think of like, okay, what do I need? Where do I want to host that single record uh, of truth from a profile perspective, right? And that, know, and that could be in a data lake or that could be in a CRM or in a CDP. CRM, CDP, yeah. obviously, like, you know, are, are natural places where they, they would host such a profile. Um, do, do you think it's the job of the PMS to eventually also host that type of data? I don't think so, no. Why not? Um, because the PMS is uh, actually built... To uh, to manage kind of the operation of a property mm-hmm. versus kind of trying to handle the customer profile gotcha. itself. Okay. And if you think of it, also the PMS is not capable of doing, you know, other types of, uh, or at least kind of these days. I don't know if that would change in the future, but for the mi- for the most part, it it handles kind of uh, you know the rooms product, yeah. right? Yeah. And if you think of it, like, you know, many hotels or hospitality brands, like they're moving towards sort of like, you know, hey, like we have a whole package to offer you yeah. besides just the room, right? Yeah. So yeah. 
so that's why I don't think PMS would be would be the place for that. But even when you think of a CRM or a CDP, like either there are main capabilities that they need to have in order to host that single view of the customer, right? So, you know, for the most part is around the match and merge capability. Like if I am receiving, uh, you know, Eric's profile or an Eric profile, if you will, from, from multiple systems, mm. I need to have the proper uh, um, algorithm in place to try to stitch those profiles yeah. across those multiple systems. And, and make sure there are no copies. Exactly. So, mm. <laughs> um, so that yeah, I mean, like that—that that is one of the major functions uh, that needs to uh, to exist in such a CRM or a CDP, if you will. Mm-hmm. The other thing is like also integrations, capability of uh, you know broadcasting back to those systems who have subscribed to this profile. Yeah. To say, well, you know, I have two Eric's, and I want to, you know, those two they need to be one. Yeah. Um, so those receiving systems on the other end needs to accept or need to accept this type of, um, um, you know, function, if you will, or, or integration so that they can execute. So they will always kind of refer back to the center when it comes to, you know, yeah, no, I know that this is the same Eric, right? So yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's where it starts and essentially it trickles back down and it goes down the route of like, okay, how much data do I have on Eric? Uh, you know, uh, whether that's kind of from a transactional level perspective, like around uh, rooms bookings or um, uh, from an FMB perspective uh, or spa treatments or any other type of activities that yeah. you would have kind of done at, at the property. And uh, the ability to collect preferences, you know, yeah. whether those are observed or stated by the guest um, you know, uh, or behavioral, if you will, around, yeah. uh, you know, transactions that have been made. So all those are tags that are important to kind of include in that single, uh, in that single view of the customer. And, and what have you seen, what are you able to achieve when you have such a single view of the customer? Many things, y- y- you know, uh, first and foremost, like, you know, now I know a lot about Eric mm. that actually could help me you know, first and foremost, to make that experience for you for when you arrive, like, you know, to be better prepped. Mm. Um, you know, that's kind of the, f- the first thing that, uh, that that could help brands. The other thing is like, you know, and again, uh, if you think of it, like there's, there's an operational aspect of it, uh, you know, from a recognition standpoint, yeah. knowing and expecting, uh, anticipating yeah. the guest needs. Yeah. Second is from a, a marketing perspective, like, you know, I know enough about you so I can actually be more relevant when I am communicating with you. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, third is essentially, you know, as I am collecting this data where it feeds back to sort of like revenue management systems or like, you know, an upsell type function mm. or, or, or logic, if you will, you know, then you're actually you know, making decisions based on, on, on facts, yeah. right? So yeah. like th- th- there are a lot of, you know, benefits of, yeah. you know, having that single view with those data elements. But again, like, you know, uh, the, the, a lot of work has to happen to get to that point where you actually are collecting those data, uh, you know, accurately in a way that it makes sense as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's so interesting when we do upselling today we we typically like optimize for um like cohorts of guests or se- s- small uh, niche segments but still segments it's never based on Modi as a person 
Right. So, but and still our conversion rates still like depending on the hotel, maybe on average is around 11%. There are hotels that do 20, but on average around 11. And I, I think in the future, in not so many years from now, we can we can probably at least double that conversion rate and partly will be uh, having more relevant data so that you can say, hey, Modi, last time you stayed with us, you had a, a junior suite with a, with a sea view. Would you like the same uh, room or, exactly. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's super exciting. But, uh, and, and for... I would imagine, and from the hotel chains that we work with, very few have this single view of the customer. Like if you if you look at the the whole world of, of hotels that we have today, how complicated is this to uh, to implement if you already have have like a, a, a chain? Because I, ma- I imagine it would be v- very different if you have a brand new chain and you can set up everything from scratch. It's probably an easier route to go than if you have a lot of things in place. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I think. Th- the first thing is like it's it's the mindset, yeah, right? Okay. So like you know, just understanding the benefit of uh, you know uh, implementing such a project, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sets your your mind that you actually want to do this. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the first thing, right? Like you know, okay, are we willing to invest? And you know, understanding all those benefits that we can get from mm. such a project. Uh, you know, is is the first thing. Then you know, it's mobilization, right? And um, it's not just kind of one group or one department at uh, uh, at the brand that uh, could do this. So you know, there's operations, you know, there's marketing, <clears throat> there's finance, mm. there's IT, obviously. So uh, legal, because you have yeah. to think like in uh, these days, like those privacy laws, they're becoming more and more complicated, right? Like whether that's around data residency or what you can share or what you can collect uh, and so on and so forth, right? So uh, it's it's an army, right? Like, you know, to get this mobilized and understanding the needs of of, um, uh, every stream per se or every department like helps you shape up like how you want to go about this and what you need to get there. so, so yeah, it's 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 a lot of work. It's it's not easy, but it 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 pays off if you do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I bet. Yeah. You have you been part of the team that built a business case towards the um, the upper leadership to say yes to such a project in the past? Um, yes. Um, how, how did you do that? Like well, in, in short <laughs> bullet points, what what kind of structure you, should you follow to build such a business case? Uh, well, in essence, like, you know, we were trying to call out, um, uh, first, you know, we defined our use cases, right? So mm. we helped kind of shape up the use cases around, uh, okay, why do we want to do this in the first place? Yeah. What are the use cases that support, uh, you know, uh, such a project or such an implementation? And um, then we went about, like, if we don't do this, what happens? Yeah. You know? what happens to the business growth, what happens to the customer experience, what happens to, uh, you know, retention, uh, and so on and so forth. So, uh, so here's what, you know, here are the use cases, what we want to tackle. Uh, if we do this, uh, you know, th- those are the results. And if we don't do anything, you know, we'll continue as is, and th- those are, would be the results, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what was sort of the first one pager that we put together, yeah. but obviously a lot of work happened in the back end, and that one pager, one pager sort of explained, you know, the rationale behind this program. And if it sounds appealing, yeah. then we go and we do more details around that. Yeah. 
something I've learned. People are very uh, uh, they're what's it called when you're wor- you're more worried about what you stand to lose than what you stand to gain. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's That's called true. something. So uh, I can I can see that 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 appeals to to decision makers. Yeah. Tell them what they stand to lose if they don't do anything. <laughs> and um, what 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 would be maybe your like one tip to so if you have people listening here who who might uh, just start, open a hotel or they have something new. Where should they start? Should they start with the with the operations, or do they start with a with the guest experience in mind? In they come hand in hand. Uh, you know, honestly, okay. you c- you cannot separate those two, to, uh, you know, from each other, right? So, okay. uh, uh, well, what's your north star <coughs> then? When you just from the very outset? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's always kind of the customer at at uh, that comes at the top. But behind that, you also have to make sure that yeah. uh, you know the staff that are serving those customers are also happy, you know, happy, uh, uh, happy employee, happy customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like that's how, how I see it, honestly. Same here. Um, but in, in essence, like um, th- those two, they cannot separate uh, from each other, right? So you have to think of like, okay, you know, what is the customer experience that I am aiming for, and how can I execute on this? Yeah. So without involving the operations or those people who are going to be in front of the customer, who are going to be responding to um, any inquiry that comes from a, from a customer, you know, providing them with the right tools, having them see what the customer sees, it's, it, yeah, it, it won't succeed, No, I would say. Yeah. And on, honestly, it sounds so exciting. Like I... Um, I have a very different background. All of a sudden, I decided I'm going to go to hotel school. So I've worked in hotels and and giving someone an amazing experience and service like that's that's incredible. I remember working at this five star hotel in in Scotland in, in at the, called the Glen Eagles, yeah. and everyone was so proud of working there. You know, so I, I walked around really like strutting around, feeling so excited about the experience that we were giving to these guests, and I'm sure they weren't equipped with half of uh, what what we've been talking about today. So um, super exciting, especially in a in a time when staff retention uh, is is a big it's issue. It's really difficult. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. To find and retain talent. Yeah. There we go. So that was, <laughs> concludes the main session. Thank you so much, Modi, for sharing all this really really uh, interesting uh, information. Um, Modi, we've come to our uh, second uh, uh, part of the of the podcast, which is a shameless plug. So you can shamelessly plug anything. <laughs> can be anything uh, at all, really. Uh, is there something that you would like to talk about and, and uh, market to our audience? I feel like you know one of the uh, biggest struggles in hospitality systems is essentially like the the uh, the, the integration side of things. Mm. Um, you know, I'm I'm currently consulting with one of the brands where um, essentially. You know, like when you talk to vendors, to partners, uh, oh, yeah, we can integrate. Like, uh, oh, we have APIs. Oh, yeah, you know, like all that kind of, you know, uh, cool sort of, uh, uh, you know, statements that they, they would make around uh, around integrations. But when it comes to execution... Um, it's not okay. quite that simple. No, no, no it's not that simple. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, we, we were expecting you to write against our APIs. Oh, no, we were expecting to write against their APIs. Mm. Oh, you have to, you know, like... There's this sort of kind of mess of integration, and everybody says that they can integrate, but like yeah. nonetheless, like there's no standard way of doing that, right? Um, I think it's it, it's one of those biggest challenges that we need to to solve for in hospitality. Yeah. 
and I'm hoping, like, you know, um, in my line of work and as I connect to various sort of, uh, you know, service providers within the hospitality tech per se to help educate and, you know, drive awareness to this type of challenge because yeah. no matter what, like, although we, you know, some, some vendors may compete uh, for selling the same type of product, but nonetheless, like, they have other lines of products that actually could work together with those with the, with those competitors, per yeah. se. So yeah. we'll need to make it work one way or another. We're, there's no escape from kind of working together in one way or, or, or another, right? Yeah. So we just need to make it work. Yeah, I think really well said. When we look at innovation at Oki, it always starts with what type of information can we draw, right? And then what can we do with that? That that, that can be the uniqueness. Yeah. But now now we look at like how can you how can you look at invent inventory differently? We 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 have a lot of resorts that we want to work with and we want to sell their cabanas or we want to yeah. dynamically yield the the cabanas at the front row and stuff like that. But so many hotels are just uh, still using Excel sheets. Exactly. <laughs> and then we're thinking shall we build that inventory yeah. system or should we d- take that from someone else? It's a it's an it's a very fascinating. Um it's not an easy thing to solve. We really looked no. into it. Um yeah. But it's really amazing what you can do uh, once you have that in combination with the, what we then look at the upsell, the marketing side on the on the other side of things. Absolutely. Hey, um, I think that that concludes. Bling, <laughs> <laughs> Modi. Thank you so much for coming by. Uh, it is such an honor for us to have someone uh, as distinguished and experienced as you who have been working with so many of of the bigger chains in the world actually live here, uh, so close to us in Holland. Uh, so uh, the, thank you for the. The happenings in your life that made it so that you you took your path and your journey to to this country and us too, so that we could sit and and uh, and have a really really nice conversation in this room today. Uh, it's been a it's been a, um, a plethora of learnings from what are the most basic systems that you need, how do you stitch them together, what is the value you can create when you really uh, are able to optimize and harness the. The, the power of these systems and how can you build a business case to, to implement them. Uh, Modi, it's been a real pleasure having you on board. Thank you so much uh, once again. Thank you. It's my pleasure. <laughs> Thanks.